Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Attention nerds, freaks, and geeks. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show. Hello, nurses. This is Wacko from Animaniacs, and you're listening to the Riley and Kimmy Show. You know why? Because you're smart. See you later. I have a collection of the world's most astounding horrors. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Toys, movies, comics, and so much more. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And the more that you listen, the more that you know. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And welcome to episode 644 of the Riley and Kimmy Show. Right next to me is the person who is in charge of keeping me. Out of trouble. Kimmy, I got one name. Kimmy, and she does that most of the time. Welcome to episode six hundred and forty-four. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hi, I am Patrick Riley, your host. I am the villain of the story. That is true. I am the villain of this story and every single other episode of the Riley and Kimmy Show. You can check them all out, 643 before this one. All archived, available right on our website, right now at RileyandKimmy.com. Also right there at RileyandKimmy.com is our social media links. Please follow, like us, friend us, all that kind of stuff. We do the same back if you permit it. And by the way, it's a good source to find out just exactly where we're going to be next. We do some special announcements from time to time on the Facebook page. We make it first there. Matter of fact... Got one we got in reserve, Kimmy. We have not revealed yet on one of our episodes here, but we will be revealing it in the very near future. And I mean, it's big, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's big. And we'll be revealing it coming up real soon on our Facebook page. By the way, I, I can say this much about it. You ready? It's for the month of November. Mm-hmm. And it is Black Friday. Yeah. That's all I can say. Black Friday. And it's obviously in november so if the like day to, after thanksgiving yes yes so if you'd like to be part of something we're going to be part of which is going to be really fun really nerd oriented really geek freak oriented and if you are a nerd geek or freak you will fit right in you can find out first about it right on our facebook page which is rileyandkimmy.com Kimmy, right now it's time for us to talk about something that is sort of, well, it's kind of, it might be a little bit frightening. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, time for us to maybe talk about Phantasmagoria Orlando. Phantasmagoria Orlando. As we upload this show... 644, it is a Thursday, and they are one day away from their big debut of their latest production, right, Kimmy? Yeah. And it's called Phantasmagoria 6, The Darkness Returns. And we had the honor, the privilege, of being invited to a rehearsal for The Darkness Returns by Phantasmagoria. Now, 
Kimmy and I are sworn to secrecy on certain things, are we not? Mm-hmm. I mean, we cannot. I mean, they took blood. We cannot talk about certain things. That's correct? right. And you do not want to annoy or upset the Phantasmagoria crowd. No. No, no individuals who have been walking the planet of the Earth for a long time. And you know what? They actually play with knives mm-hmm. and swords. and Real I, ones. Uh, yeah, I was going yeah, to say, before we get to something here, I will divulge this. And I don't think it's something that is a secret here. If it is, please forgive me, Phantasmagoria. They actually use real I mean, real blades. Mm-hmm. Not this rubber blade stuff, you know. Uh, no, not this wooden painted like real stuff. Uh, not plastic. Mm-mm. No, we're talking real blades. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say whom. I don't know if all of them do this, but one of the Phantasmagoria, <laughs> one of the Phantasmagoria performers, actually has named their blade. Mm-hmm. And. I have a feeling that blade talks to them mm-hmm. because they were carrying oh, yes. a conversation with the blade. Yes. And it was kind of interesting to watch, although I am quite happy that individual was several seats away from me at the time while they were holding their blade. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Now, I tell you what, it's an adventure. It is a thrilling thing to see Phantasmagoria Orlando. If you've never seen them before, oh, you, you must do this. This is a must. Matter of fact, they're rated one of the best, one of the top horror attractions in Central Florida, correct, mm-hmm. Kimmy? That's right. I mean, they're right underneath uh, something the mouse does. I think they are number two on the list that we had uh, published on our website, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they are, well, they're in the top ten. Mm-hmm. I know that. So, they are very, very good. Now, after the rehearsal, and he is busy, I mean busy, I mean really busy. I know the guy does not sleep. John Didana of Phantasmagoria Orlando took a few moments to talk with us. He actually, you know, gave us a little behind-the-scenes chat about the latest production and about some upcoming events for Phantasmagoria Orlando. So being a throwback Thursday, I thought I could throw it back just to a few hours ago, basically, when we sat down and watched the performance, the rehearsal for this big production of The Darkness Returns. So now we're going to rewind a little bit, go back in time just a tad, and John Didana of Phantasmagoria Orlando joins the Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show were guests, as we record this, of a fantastic event. We were guests for the rehearsal of The Darkness Returns, mm. oh yes, mm. with Phantasmagoria Orlando. I believe this is your sixth performance right john uh, well it is the sixth mainstay show actually seventh if you count uh, the tour show wicked little tales so this would be the seventh big show that we've done in in five years yes <laughs> wow uh, first of all i need to properly introduce you mm. it's john didana and john what you have like 50 titles can you at least give us some of them dork uh <laughs> no okay nerd um, geek dork yes. okay what um, else uh creator uh writer uh, main director and actor, uh, although not in this particular episode, of uh, Phantasmagoria. And yeah. puppeteer, correct? And puppet- well, I, I create most of the puppets, yes. Uh, I have uh, people who work with me, Brendan McWilliams, Darkville Studios, a couple of other people, but I design the puppets, yes. Now, and uh, voted one of the best 
uh, oh college instructors. Yes. Um, top 25 uh, yeah. community college teachers in the nation. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. That is so, great. That was kind of fun. Yeah. Now, yeah. tonight you, you allowed us to see a little behind the scenes as you're doing yeah, the yeah. rehearsal. It's getting closer and closer to the big show here, yeah. which uh, the debut is Friday night, correct? Yes. Yes. It opens up Friday, October 9th through October 31st. Yes. Now, I know you're probably nervous a little bit. Well, it's not. It's more like just the stress of getting things up. You know, in terms of nerves, not really, because I trust these guys a lot. It's just the stress. And that's kind of like why I wanted you guys to come, because I like when people see, oh, this is what goes on to, to actually make it. You know, this it goes from this raw thing to this finished thing, you know, by Friday night. Uh, so it's just a lot of work that has to be done. You know, we got set, puppet, lights, sound, projections, all that stuff has to be done. Well, that's a question I'm going to ask you. Mm. How did this come to be? Did you storyboard this? Did you come up with the idea and you, you basically storyboard it with either big cards and, and work it out on a, like on a big wall and then do a script how how did this what i'm seeing here how did it get to this stage wow um well i start researching the stories about a year out you know i want to find the stories this particular one started with the seed of started with the story of bleep and uh, i kind of built the story all around that you know and then uh i had no idea who was going to play that particular character and things and then when we had the auditions i found an actor that i said now this is interesting this is a new character but it's not a member of the troupe you know all of a sudden we have outside members for the first Ooh. time ever that we're bringing in you know um and then you know i slowly started you know evolving the stories some of them were old favorites of mine that i was just looking for a time to finally do others um for example i mean there is uh, this i could say there's a vampire story in it and that that is one of my faves in terms of finding it because it started with a story from the late 1800s which led me to the story that influenced that from the early 1800s which keep, led me back led me back to the centuries to the 12th century and that's when that story first appeared not in a book of literature but in a history book it was written as a real event that happened um, and so I, I like doing that research and finding these things yeah and one of your previous performances you were the actually the very first person I'd ever seen that knew this the Varney the Vampire thing yes. I was like you you won me over with that. I was like, well, you already won me before that, but I was like, my goodness, he knows Varney the Vampire. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah, Varney was always a favorite of mine. He's been a favorite of mine since like, I was a kid. And then uh, just the, the ability to put that in the very, that was in the very first show we did. So when you saw it, it was in Wicked Little Tales. Yeah. And it, that goes back to Phantasmagoria 1. When wow. That's all we thought we were going to do, one show and never do it again. Yeah. Well, I, I hope there's, this isn't like the last show. You're going to do more shows. Well, no, right? no. We're, we're continuing. Uh, we're already in the midst of writing Phantasmagoria 7. I mean, we know what the plot of that particular is. And that particular, I, I keep calling that one the Doctor Who Christmas special. Uh-oh, what, 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 what? Well, because it's a story out of time. It doesn't follow the linear story. It is a special story, bam, that happens. We go backwards two centuries, and wow. it's, it's what happened to us two centuries ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I, I heard rumors that once this performance is done, which is at the end of October, mm-hmm. that, the, that Phantasmagoria may be going on the road again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we go to Baltimore as our next show. We're spending a week up in Baltimore uh, at the Baltimore Theater Project. Um, it's, uh, it's actually people that wound up, we, we knew them. It's uh, Kevin uh, lives up in that area now, and he... Uh, went to this wonderful theater and he loved the theater and he went to the people who owned it and he went, hey, you know, I'm from Orlando and I and I have this idea for this show that I want to bring up here. You know, it's this show called Phantasmagoria and they went, John Dadana? And he went, yeah. And it's people who used to work with me down here who had gone up to Baltimore without me knowing and opened a theater up there. Wow. So they're bringing us up for that show. Yeah, so we're going to be spending a week in, in Poe's, you know, we're going to go visit Poe's grave and everything. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to behave yourself? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go up to Baltimore and do that. And there's a couple of other places that are asking us to do it. Uh, you know, there's a couple of conventions that have asked us to do a mini version of it. See that? You saw the full version of Wicked Little Tales. Uh, we've already done it a couple more times in mini versions, like three stories. Three stories and two dances, that kind of a thing than the five stories and the, and the, and the four dances. Um, and then uh, we're looking at doing it uh, in New York. 
uh, and we are we're talking to somebody in New York Whoa. who wants to bring us up there, and we'll probably add to it then. We'll probably add a sixth story to it and maybe another dance and stuff like that. So we want to make it a little bit. Yeah, but we, we're going to use Wicked Little Tales for a couple of years. Yeah. Fantastic. Now, yeah. also, during, uh, let's see, this year, we will see you, I believe, in Daytona Beach. Yeah. Uh, you, I, and Kimmy, we're all going to sort of be together in a yeah. weird way at the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention. Yeah. And then at the start of the year, we will be at the the Deland Comic Book you Toy Show, right? Jim, for Jim Cara. Yeah. Are you kidding? Jim was the first person who ever booked us for a, a comic convention. And we're like, so we always go back just no. to honor him. Yeah. I, I guess I'm going to be the one to tell you this. You and I will be like next to each other. Oh, yes. Really? <laughs> yes, oh, you God. and I. So much fun. Oh, you, I know. oh, we're going to be so dangerous. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was told, it was like, do you have a problem being next? I said, no. Oh, what are you, you talking kidding? about? Oh, no. we're going to have a blast. We're going to be dancing all night long. That's going to be It's going to be cool. It's going to be really cool. There's a lot of great events coming up. You know, Renegar's Steampunk Industrial Days is coming up. We're going to be doing that. Oh, uh, we'll see you there. That. Yeah, we're going to be doing um, uh, Zombie Ball for the Orlando Weekly. We're going to be doing Creative City Project. We're doing something really odd and wonderful. Um, a a uh, auxiliary storytelling troupe. Myself and Roman, who you've seen. And a new storyteller named Raven, um, who is played by a wonderful actress named Becky Eck, will be performing with a 130-piece orchestra uh, in two weeks. Um, doing Telltale Heart. So they'll be Whoa. doing all the sounds behind us and stuff like that. So while they're on stage here doing Darkness, we'll be um, a, a in front of 2,000 people each night doing a, uh, a choral rendition of Telltale Heart. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're looking forward to that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I know you got to get out of here right now because we, we caught you right at the end yes. of the, uh, the dress rehearsal. Yeah. How can people find tickets? How can they get tickets for the Darkness Returns? And let's see, it starts on the 9th? The 9th, Okay, yep. and runs through the 31st. 31st right. We have 13 shows. We usually are playing Friday, Saturday, Sundays at 8 o'clock. We have two Mondays, uh, Monday the 19th and Monday the 26th that we're doing. And we do perform on Halloween night. We always do. Um, and you can get tickets by going to orlandoatplay.com. And just look up Fantasmagoria, and you're able to buy tickets online. Or just go to our Facebook page, uh, you know, www.facebook.com, Fantasmagoria Orlando. And you'll find Book Now or different things and there's a Facebook invent invite it's social media well, I will put a link to on all our social media and <laughs> website and all that at rightlyandkimmy.com John I'll let you get going I deeply appreciate spending some time with us and inviting us to this event thank you my friend thank you and I'm glad you finally got to see it I wanted you guys to see this this the raw for a long time and I'm glad you know seeing Phantasmagoria while people wear jeans and shorts is a little different than watching them in Victorian wear <laughs> so. it, it was cool buddy excellent thank you Oh boy, now that was a trip in a frightful world of Phantasmagoria, Orlando, with John Didana. A big thank you to John for taking a few moments, and I mean, he doesn't really have very many moments. Uh, I don't mean because he's not going to be on planet Earth for very long, but because he's just, he's, he's, he's running around doing a lot of things. He's a very busy man. Yes, he is. Very talented, very busy. And, you know, as talented as he is and as busy as he is, he is extremely nice. Yes. And I, you know, uh, he could been, he could have been a jerk, but he is not. No. He's not a prima donna at all. Not at all. Very gifted, and everybody he surrounds himself with are very talented. Now, Kimmy, without divulging the stories that will be done for Phantasmagoria's new production, The Darkness Returns, Give us just a little, uh, you know, little thought here. I don't want to say crit criticism. I don't want to say review because you can't really review something you can't really talk much about. But can you give us a little bit of, you know, what, what was Kimmy's thoughts of that rehearsal? Well, I can say that I loved it. And it was incredible to see um, them pulling together all of the many elements that you don't think of, you know, when you go to see a show, probably, um, 
all of the different elements that need to be pulled together to make uh, a smooth performance. And there, there are a lot of elements in, in, in their performance. The timing is unbelievable. What it reminds me of, because I'm a student of old-time radio, the golden age of radio, which we play from time to time here, those programs were done live in front of, uh, you know, sometimes, most of the time, a studio audience. But they executed so many different elements. They, 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 they had an orchestra, which, you know, they, they had going. They had, they had no recorded elements back then because technology kept them but they had to get all these pieces together they had a person actually doing sound effects and things but and they had to get all of it together in timing right mm-hmm. and pull it off flawlessly mm-hmm. and that's what these guys do mm-hmm. on, i mean because you know they're not just reading a play meaning they're not just reading a script and um maybe borrowing from some you know gothic period and just reading it no they are acting it they're bringing it alive in front of your eyes and they're using so many theatrical elements so many visual and audio things that timing is crucial Mm -hmm. and and there's and there's not just one or two members on the stage so you know you only have to be concerned maybe about one or two people there are quite a few individuals that are on the stage interacting and all these little planets if you will orbiting around each other Mm -hmm. and not it's sort of like an asteroid field Mm -hmm. of humans and and there's no collision though Right. You know, so if you if you're familiar with you know the Star Wars thing with the the asteroid belt, you know when uh, Han Solo goes there, you can see it for real with people. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, wait a minute, they're gonna hit, and and they don't. That's right. It's, I mean, it's it's really incredible to watch. It is it, it is fantastic to watch, and I urge anyone who will be in Central Florida while they're performing, they'll be performing the uh, new production, which is called The Darkness Returns from October 9th through October 31st. Halloween, and we have a link to their website at RileyandKimmy.com about tickets. Please get tickets because they go fast for mm-hmm. them, for those productions. And by the way, as you, if you heard John, if you were listening there, they will be performing at other locations throughout the United States, and I am quite certain that that's going to be growing over the course of time where they will be appearing, and they will be appearing at other locations in Central Florida over the next, uh, you know, few months. Mm-hmm. And we we are lucky. We uh, I have to stress, uh, we will be with them in Daytona Beach at the Daytona Beach Comic Book uh, Convention, Comic Book Toy Convention, and that is in December. We have a link to that right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com, and then they will also be uh, kicking off the uh, new year with us. Uh, it's like the second week, I think it is, or so, uh, in DeLand at the uh, Volusia County Fairgrounds at a big uh, collectible comic book show. And so, you know, there's going to be plenty of opportunities to see them outside of this production, but I urge you to see the production, though, because... Absolutely. Yeah, it, I mean, the other stuff they do is great, uh-huh. but this is this is like if you've seen it before, maybe up here somewhere. Uh, this is like that's those, just a l- small oh, taste. Yeah, that, just a small taste of what they yeah. they can do, and it's it's like an hour and a half of just a amazing performance. Yeah, I, the 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 small taste Kimmy's referring to is like watching something on a you know a little ten inch black and white TV, and then going to IMAX and seeing the same thing. It's like wow. It's, it, mm-hmm. And it's just, it's fantastic. And everything I loved about it, visual, and I'm an audio individual, and there's a lot of ear candy there. I have to state that, you know, without revealing a single thing. Right. And you might have noticed we did have to edit something out because John made a mistake. He actually, he, I mean, we had, we, I'm not kidding, we had a sign in blood that we wouldn't reveal certain things. And he, he went, blah. <laughs> One of the things which I and Kimmy, we weren't supposed to say, but what he do? Blah. So you might have noticed that that was kind of surgically removed. 
and, and that's and that's that's why. So we look forward to. By the way, we will be seeing uh, Phantasmagoria's production, you know, all put together, if you will, uh, not a rehearsal, but actually be seeing a full blown production coming up on uh, Saturday. Correct, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. And we got a lot of other things also going on Saturday, and we need to talk about that. But before I get to that, please, by the way, if you like craziness, if you like insanity you have to check out our previous episode episode 643 for something that is quite crazy they're coming to take me away haha they're coming to take me away ho ho you will want to check out cool as heck artist cool as heck set in as a uh, guest with riley and kimmy show and he it is i hope somebody can top this so far it is the craziest episode we have ever done hmm. it is totally whacked mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't even get to use the words often wacky and zany it's wacky and zany so please check that out episode 643 cool as heck is the guest special guest and we talk about Viera comics now speaking of VR comics we uh we have an event just around the corner as you know i'm quite keen on comic books especially the ones about superheroes. Yes, we will be in Melbourne, Florida, coming up on Saturday, October 10th, starting at 11 o'clock for the grand opening of Vieira Comics. Right, Kimmy? That's right. And we right now have the owner of Vieira Comics coming in, talking to us about that big event, which is happening in just as we upload this on a Thursday, just hours away. It's in Melbourne, Florida. We're going to be talking now with Peter, the owner of Vieira Comics on the Riley and Kimmy Show. Peter, you and I are uh, actually looking at each other for the very first time. We're doing a cam-to-cam thing right now. Right. <laughs> and uh, uh, welcome to the Riley and Kimmy Show. Thank you for having me. It's uh, You guys have been uh, so great helping promote the, the new store, and I, I really, truly appreciate it. Well, thank you for inviting us to the brand new store. I, I stopped by on our way up from Wizard World on Saturday, and your store, first of all, is marvelous, and it smells new. Thank you. I mean, Thank you. I, I, I noticed one of the things that stood out is, boy, you have stocked up on uh, Star Wars stuff. You're, I think you think there's going to be a big movie around the corner or something. I, I'm, I'm anticipating there's going to be a bit of a demand for it, yeah. Yeah, and, and also you have plenty of uh, Funko Pop vinyls, it looks like. I mean, you had a stack of those. As long as, as, long as they stay that popular, we'll have them. <laughs> and and of course you you have you know statues and action figures sure. and and i noticed now my eyes you know i might be going there but i think i saw some classic uh comic books some uh you know like uh very highly graded uh, type comic books in your display case yeah we have uh some really cool old comics that are you know the first punisher the first deadpool wow and yeah it, it's it's nice to have in the store i i mean whether that stuff sells or not, it gives the store a bit of a museum feel to it, too. You know, sure. people can come and see it and say, oh, that's so cool. Well, and, you know, what's kind of, and I think it's kind of neat because, you know, you got Daredevil going to be bringing in the Punisher, and there's going to be some sure. people out there, unlike you and I, that have no clue who the Punisher is. And, you know, they're, they're going to, you know, I have no idea. And right. there's that rich history that you do have in the store, you know, that'll be there uh, for them. And, of course, you know, current issues and things like that. Um, and I, I, I have a feeling, I think it, also, if my memory is right, I saw a uh, previews catalog, that big thing that's about the size of, uh, you know, an old yeah. phone book uh, yeah. sitting on the counter that you have available for people, too, right? Sure. Yeah. That they Diamond actually encourages every retailer to, to give them out to people because that's how people will know what's coming out in two months. And um, 
and they'll go home, look through it, and uh, and let you know what they're they're interested in, and maybe even place an order, an advanced order. That's and make, yeah, well, it makes your life easier. Well, I, that's one of the things I encourage because. You know, if uh, especially if you're getting into a certain issue or something, or maybe you're interested, in, like in a Batman, or you're interested in a Spider-Man, you know, this way you can pull the the issues for the people. That way, they don't have to, you know, worry about going to your store and it's sold out because that does happen. You know, sure, and, sure, yeah. We're actually going to start pushing our subscription services this week, and um, we're we're going to be offering something extra with them we're not sure exactly how we're going to tweak it but it, i promise it's going to be better than than most okay and, and you know that you have an advantage because i think you you're a reader and i and i'm not bashing any comic book stores this is not a slam but i've been aware of at least one that the owner the primary owner never read comic books didn't care about comic books didn't know anything about the superheroes and I mean, they just were clueless and the store felt that way, you know, and yeah. you, you were, you were a reader. You grew up as a, a reader, I think more indie, right? Than the DC or Marvel thing. Well, I, I love the indie stuff, but I, I, I am a DC guy too. Oh. I, I have to, I have to say, say, so. see, all right. I like that. Who's the favorite DC character? Uh, Batman. Same here. You know, so, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, no, that's good to hear. You know, I like yeah. even more now. Um, <laughs> so you're probably looking forward to the Batman Superman movie. I am. I think, uh, Ben Affleck's going to actually do an excellent job with it. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I, you know, I've, I've had some nerd friends. They are so upset, you know, with him in the role. And I'm, I go, you might forget about Christian Bale. You might, yeah. and and they look at me like I'm insane. And why I say that is, I remember I was on the air in a mor- doing a morning show, the day, and this is how old it was, it was pre computers, when it came across a teletype that Michael Keaton was cast mm-hmm. as Batman, and my my news guy comes flying in, and he's like, "Oh, you're not going to believe who's Batman," and I and I'd heard rumors like in Starlog magazine and other you know other things that it might be cast somebody yeah. out there. And he said that, and I said, yeah, I, you know, I kind of think that might be interesting. And he goes, are you nuts? <laughs> I, go, I go, you know, this guy might be able to play Wayne in a darker, you know, and he thought I was crazy, and everybody else did, but, you know, that movie proved, you know, that uh, that first judgment of, oh, he's going to be horrible, they were wrong. And I think even Heath Ledger had that, too. Some people were, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, jo- sure. yeah, Joker? Yeah, what are you yeah. talking about? And, and look where that's went. And so... Yeah. You know, I, I think Ben Affleck's going to be a uh, very interesting and very good, especially since he's a director too. He's kind of got that eye, you know, going in, and yeah. he, and supposedly he's the Batman movie director too coming up uh, from the. Oh, movie. really? That's yeah. going to be awesome. I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah. They they that was why he signed that deal was the picture thing and also to direct Batman. Right. So that'll be kind of cool. Well, that we got awesome. we got to talk about this. And, I, and by the way, I, I have a feeling you don't mind if somebody shows up as a Batman character. For a cosplay contest coming up, oh, this Saturday, right? Def- definitely not. Batman would be great, but Harley Quinn would be even better. So. Uh, oh, well, speaking of Harley, let's see. Uh, could it be because you have a statue as a, a prize to give away? Yeah, yeah. Holiday Harley. It's a, it's a over $100 value, and we're going to be giving it away at the end of the day as part of our big raffle. That's and, cool. Uh, we're going to have some other giveaways during the day, too. You know, Just going to throw them out sporadically. People are going to be really surprised and really happy, and... I want everybody to leave with something in their hand. Oh, that, that's pretty cool. Now, you know, I, I, I've been to events and, you know, conventions, big ones, small ones. They, they might have a cosplay contest. And I, I stress a cosplay contest. Now, you have two cosplay costume contests. 
Yeah, we, the it's also the October tenth is also the day of a big uh, zombie walk in Melbourne, which happens later in the day at four o'clock. So, um, we that's why we did the zombie cosplay contest first at one o'clock because it'll give all the people that are, are we're going to dress up anyhow as zombies a chance to come here, show off their makeup and their their cool uh, uh, cosplay. And uh, and we'll be able to do them first, and then then we'll have uh, you know the regular cosplayers come, and and everybody will get a chance and have some fun. So if, you know if you want to cosplay as a as a, a zombie or zombie related creature, you know mm-hmm. that that's at one o'clock, and then you know superhero, pop culture, whatever, super villain exactly. at yep. uh, two o'clock. Yes, sir. And you know you're smart. I got to give you credit because you got out of being the judge. You got away from doing that role. I mean, uh, that that's that's a tough one. You know, being the judge, <laughs> in my opinion, you got out of it. Smart guy. You passed it to uh, somebody else, right? Yeah, yeah. We we got a uh, Nerd Bunny and Ellie Marie, two uh, famous cosplayers from uh, West Palm Beach, and I uh, was so excited that they said yes when I asked them. You know, my my wife asked me the other day, How, "How'd you get them?" I said, "I e- I emailed them." Oh wow. Out. <laughs> It's it's that simple sometimes. Sure, and and they were in the area recently at Space Coast Comic Con. At least uh, Nerd Bunny was, and as a matter of fact, I saw her at Wizard World too. Uh, she, right. she was down there. Yeah, and yeah, they're very sweet. I was, and it's going to be great to have them here. And let, is there anybody oh, before we get to the three big artists that you got there? Is there anybody else guesting uh, that you got any special appearances by anybody else or any any vendors or anything? You know? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Rebecca McGillicuddy is going to be doing face painting. She's a, a famous uh, cosplay artist. Cool. And um, <clears throat> we're also going to have um, uh, a great uh, uh, um, couple that does a podcast called Riley and Kimmy. They're going to be there. <laughs> yes, we will be there. And I promise yeah. for you, I'll dress a little bit crazy, okay? Just yeah. for you. Oh, I love the Heisenberg outfit. That oh, uh, well, I won't go as Heisenberg for you because you know you're yeah. fa- you're family friendly oriented. I'm not going to do Heisenberg for right, you right, though. Right. Okay, okay. <laughs> that, that is that is a good point. That I I that's one tweak we've done with the shop. It it we're we're gonna have everything basically uh, another comic shop has, but we're probably gonna have more kids comics than the others and and less of some of the sketchy uh, adult stuff that. Um, that can be at a shop sometimes just because um, I just don't think it plays well with what we're going for. So you're not going to be the, the boys club kind of place in other words. No, I want it to be, I, I want everybody to feel like they can come here. Okay. You know, kids, moms, dads, everybody. So like a comic book shop theme park kind, yeah. of, thing, kind <laughs> of thing, you know, it's open for fun for everybody, you know, right. not just a, a certain, you know, select few. And I know because where you come from, cool. And I've talked about this, you, you've experienced comic book shops are very clickish, you know, mm-hmm. and sure. you know, you walk in, it's like, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, I don't belong, but you know, when I got your place, uh, you know, it was, it was very warm and friendly. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I didn't feel like a stranger walking in a place I shouldn't walk into, you know, no, we're, we're stressing customer service. Everybody's going to get a smile. Everybody's going to get whether it's me or one of the staff, you're going to have somebody trying to make a personal connection with you. Oh, We're you going did, to ask about you. You did a great job. Your, your employee, I don't know who he was Saturday night or Saturday, late Saturday afternoon, Saturday, Saturday night. Give him, you know, give him, you know, stars. I don't know what you give as a reward, but yeah, he did good, you know. Good. Yeah, good, yeah very, he's a good guy. Very, 
Very good. Now, let's see. We got three, or you have three artists. I happen to know all three of them. And let's let's do a little uh, shout out here. And if you want to mention them going down, you know, whoever you want to put in the first, because sure. if, if I put well, one of them first, they're going to get upset. They're going to say, okay, hey, I'll, you didn't I'll, mention I'll me first. I'll start with uh, Jake Estrada, because when I first moved down here, I've, I've only been in Florida for about four months now. And um, he was one of the first people I met. And we met through a mutual friend. And um, I told him what I was doing. I brought him to the shop before it was a shell. There was nothing here. Wow. I told him about the vision I had. And um, he, he was all in. He, he encouraged me and he's helped me since then. He uh, came up to me and um, gave me a chance to be uh, one of the sponsors for the Space Coast Comic Con that he and David Grace ran. And, um, and on the back of all the flyers, you saw Vieira Comics, and it was really one of the first times that people wow. were seeing our name out there. Wow! And um, you know, I I, I I really appreciated that. And then so I, I went on to Space Coast Comic Con. I, I couldn't go as a vendor because we had only been open for a week at that point. Wow! And I just uh, we couldn't do it. We didn't have a lot of inventory, and right. we didn't have the time to commit to. We were still trying to get the shop up and running. Um, but we went to go say hi and support them as customers so we went in and um cool as heck and terrence baker the next two artists happened to have tables right next to him and we struck up conversations and i hit it off with cool and terrence and you know we were instant friends and i i just was very fortunate to have gone that day and and have the the meetings i had and it, it really I, th I think it changed my life if that sounds like a wow. pretty like crazy thing to say but it really did because it, it changed the whole feel for the grand opening it changed the whole um it changed my whole attitude actually because i didn't really know what i'm new to this business i am i used to run a restaurant for 20 years so this um i i really wasn't sure what direction to go in and and cool and terrence you know they were like well you know what we have that weekend open when uh, i told them when the grand opening was and they didn't even hesitate. They wow. said, we're, we're coming. And next thing I knew, I had three artists coming to the grand opening. It was, wow. it was, it was amazing. That is, and all three of them are, are spectacular and very knowledgeable. Uh, you know, you, you have a hundred plus years there in ways of, of knowledge to tap into with all three of them. And yeah. I mean, they are, and they're very gifted and very good at what they do. You know, and, and I can say this much, those three, and they're not paying me to say this, and I'm encouraging anybody listening to this, if you ever go to a convention or a, a, a small con or toy show or comic book store, you occasionally see artists there that, in my opinion, they just, you know, they're uncomfortable they, they because they, they, they're at a drawing board in their home, in their studio, and they just don't interact with people very well. And, right. And these three are totally the opposite. They yeah. will work with you. They are friendly. They're approachable. Um, cool, you know, not to diss uh, anybody else of the two, of the other two. Cool is the fastest good artist I've ever seen. Uh, yeah. He also can mash up things, pop culture, in ways I've never seen before. I mean, I watched a, a kid uh, come up to him, a little boy, and say, hey, can I have a Deadpool as a Disney character? And he, he did, and just, 
you know, like very fast. And I'm like, right. and it looked good. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, they will be fun at your store beyond a doubt. And I think Cool's going to be bringing some of his comic books, too. Uh, yeah, that he's, yeah, yeah. He's I'm going to start carrying them in the store. Oh, get out of here. You're, yeah. you're going to be carrying his indie stuff. Yep. Wow. That, and are you a drop-off point for Jake's Space Coast Comics? I sure am. Wow. And Jake actually did a special comic for Vieira Comics for the grand grand opening. And uh, he sprinkled uh, myself, uh, my wife, Carrie, and uh, our store manager, Mo- Melissa, in, in the comic. So it's it's a fun comic to read. That is, now, is he going to be bringing some of those to uh, Vieira on Saturday? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, they're already here. About yeah. seeing all that, and that's a good thing. I'll have to see that. That that's cool. I mean, yeah. uh, that's really good. So, listen, costume contest, uh, one o'clock, twenty five dollar gift card for the best zombie, and two o'clock, twenty five dollar gift card for the best overall costume. And I'm encouraging families to do this because I think it's a good, fun family thing. Uh, you is. know, uh, and you know, don't be scared to cosplay. I I have attended a, a convention. Matter of fact, I'll be going to this one, not to really plug them, but I'll be going to them uh, at the end of October, and that's spooky horror in uh, orlando and i saw somebody at their last event that was asked they were 72 years old a couple and they were cosplaying that's great so i'm like they're 72 years old and they can do that anybody and i mean anybody can do that so you know that's something to check out and let's see we we need to stress you do have the you have comics toys graphic novels collectibles and of course unique items and gifts and that's a cool thing to think about because we're getting in that holiday season right right I, I was telling Jake the other day, I was like, you remember Spencer Gift Shop? You you always would walk by it in the mall, and, and you almost were always drawn in because they had weird, uh, funky gifts, you know? And so I, I, I don't want to go to their extreme, but I want right. people to come in and say, oh, wow, I've never seen a coffee mug like that, or I've never seen an umbrella like that. And so You know, that's that's a good point that you're mentioning, because I had some, um, I'm not going to say who they are, but some older older nerd friends okay when i say older they're over 45 probably 50s right and i don't mean they're old but they're just older right yeah. and they they don't get it they just think comic books you know and i'm like you know a good comic book store is going to embrace the fact that there are people that have never read a comic book in their life and they may not read a comic book but they sure like the flash because they watch the flash on tv and they like arrow you know and they like right. they, they, and they want that arrow item or that flash item but they may never pick up that comic book or that graphic novel in their life and they're, they're looking at me like yeah. oh, you're crazy i go you got to think of it that way for the future and you know it's cool to hear that you're 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 saying that because that i think is a way to expand and grow and be part of the 21st century and not trapped in that 1970s model or 80s model you know where right. it's just comic books <laughs> you know it has to be more it definitely has to be more now i i don't know this and i don't want to you know put you on the spot here but are you going to expand into the gaming world at we, all yeah we are we have um three gaming tables and room for a fourth so we could have anywhere from 18 to 24 people at a time um and we uh as of now carrying uh um Warhammer. I, I believe in our diamond order that came yesterday, we're getting some of the new magic uh, cards. Um, and um, I, signing up for, to be a vendor with some of these companies is, is way more challenging than you would ever imagine. So I just finally wow. got a, a GTS account, which will allow me to order Pokemon and magic. So I'll, I'll be having that, hopefully. I'll be putting that order in on Thursday. 
um, because the the rep that was assigned to me was uh, away. But anyhow, Thursday wow. I'll be putting in a Pokemon and Magic order, so by next week we'll have all that good stuff and so, maybe even some Fantasy Flight games. Too. So now that means you know Magic is one of the you know stands out to me, and I know Pokemon of course. Um, yeah. So if somebody is looking for something down the road, you could possibly order that for them through that those distributors, right? You can you can be a source. Yes, sir. All right. Well, I'm going to let you get back to the store, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Some, somebody's saying, hey, I want you, I want you. So we'll, we'll see you coming up this Saturday. That's starting at 11 o'clock, right? Yes, sir. Thank you, Patrick. I, it was great talking to you. Visit RileyandKimmy.com to connect on social media and for archive podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.